doing it on the daily sorry i couldn't really get to it um yesterday uh i had some work stuff uh buddy of mine i hadn't seen in about two and a half years i mean about about that it's uh he just happened to stop into town and yeah so he's like you want to grab some dinner so i was like just easy for me to tweet the pics out then try to rush a podcast have it sound like shit not be able to even look look at editing it and then barring there's any technical difficulties, I'd be behind the eight ball anyway, so it'd be even worse, or just not even do it. So I thought I'd give you guys the lines I had. Uh, hopefully you guys got them. Hopefully you guys cashed. We made some money yesterday, and that's what's that's what it comes down to: just winning money and making making is making money. That's what we're here to do, right? We're all here to make money. That's uh, hopefully what everybody's been doing here, and uh, yeah. So it's uh, yeah. without further ado, though. Uh, I got, uh, oh God, uh, what do I have? One, two, three, four, five, five NBA plays, one NHL plays. I am going to be doing a college podcast tonight. I know I've been saying that the last couple episodes. I actually mean it tonight. It's Friday night. I got nothing better to do than to sit here in front of my mic and finish my research uh, and actually get it out to you guys. But I'm going to be giving you guys uh, my two games for tonight just since. Kate, it's probably not going to be released until later tonight, probably closer to 9 or 10 o'clock, because after I'm done recording here, I'm definitely going to grab some dinner, because it's been a long day, long week, but hey, once I get back in the swing of, this, swing of things, doing this podcast every day, it's going to be easier for me to get more into a rhythm. I just wish I didn't get out of work at 4 o'clock and have to come right here and do this podcast. Not that I don't want to do the podcast, but it, it's, you know, it's like bang, 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 just trying to get everything out. But, yeah, let's get into these numbers real quick. The first game in the NBA I have picked is the Cleveland Cavaliers going to the Boston Celtics. The line right now is Boston minus 7. It opened at minus 5.5. Cleveland won the game, uh, the first game last year. They were minus 1 when they were at home versus Boston. They were down big in that game. It didn't look good. Uh, they outscored Boston 29-15 to in that fourth quarter. Uh, the next game that Boston played against Cleveland, Boston uh, won the game. The line was minus four. They got a push there, and that game was in Cleveland. But I really think you got to look, when it comes to these stats, look at the overall, what the market thinks of Boston. And I really think they're overvaluing Boston. And, you know, if, if you guys know anything about me, huge Boston sports fan, I, you know, I, I die. I bleed green. I bleed black and gold for the Bruins. It, you know, I'm a big Boston fan. Like I'm a season ticket holder. To, season ticket holder to the Bruins. Like it's you know it's my uh, it's my life, man. I I worked in Boston sports media for almost a year before COVID happened. Uh, that's what I want to do. And then COVID happened, and everything kind of went uh, kind of squirrely there. But again, uh, I think the market's very overvaluing Boston. 
the thing with gambling is you got to take your fandom out of it and look at the pure stats. And that's why I think I'm pretty good at picking games because I can just take a step back, look at the numbers. I'm a big stats guy and why a team should be where they're at. And I look at this line, I think it's a little funky. I think that Cleveland is about the same team as Boston on paper. Not position-wise, because there's no Jason Tatum, but Donnie Mitchell is just as good of a player. But let's, let's, let's look at Boston's early early dominance, I guess you could say. Um, they beat Philly and covered the game, but we were, we were on Philly. And I don't think we realized how bad Philly was going to be early on in the season, or if, even the, even if they're going to be a good team this year. That's still to be seen. I think they're going to be a good team. We took the over 50.5 win total, so I hope they're a good team. But that's to be seen still. Um, they beat and covered Miami. Also, a uh, lackluster team this year. Uh, they look, Miami is, is looking more toward the playoffs. They're an older team. They just don't want to get hurt. You know, they're led by Jimmy Buckets, who's in his early 30s now. He's not trying to go out there and show out in October, November, December. But the All-Star break, I expect that team to be making a push there for the playoff seating. Um, they beat Orlando. They did not cover against Orlando. But again, they beat Orlando early, and Orlando is a bad team. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown went off in that game. They really didn't need any of those guys to beat Orlando. That's how bad Orlando is. Obviously, Orlando's 0-5 this year. We'll get into Orlando in a little bit. And then a game that we picked correctly, we picked Chicago over Boston to cover. It's, again, a non-cover for Boston. I think that they, they're they due for some regression here. Boston's also coming off three days off and they, because they last played Monday against Chicago. So with all these stats, again, big stats guy here, I look at this and Cleveland is the right side here. I'm taking Cleveland plus seven. I think there's a good chance to actually win this game. But the official play is Cleveland minus, or excuse me, Cleveland plus seven. Sorry for the uh, old paper flip, you know, to the whole. Make us, make, make us uncool, I guess. I, I don't know. Uh, the next game, I said we we're going to talk about the magic. Let's talk about, let's talk some uh, magic here. Uh, the line right now is Orlando, or excuse me, uh, Charlotte minus two. And I want to see what it opened up at. I should have looked it up beforehand. It opened up at plus three for the magic, minus three for the Hornets. So you're not getting the best number here, but it hasn't changed a whole lot. Now, when I look at this game, this is a great position to take a straight-up 0-5 team. Again, they covered against Boston, but they're coming off uh, some lackluster some lackluster outings. But let's look how they, how they started the year. We're four, we're four games in for most of these teams, three if you talk to Milwaukee. Let's look, let's look at how this started. We can actually go back and look at some of these games. Uh, they played Detroit and Atlanta early on. They lost, or again, these are covered-wise. Uh, they lost by the hook to Detroit. And I think we had Detroit in that game. I, I have to go back and look at my numbers. And then they played Atlanta, and they pushed against Atlanta. And Atlanta, to me, says a lot because Atlanta's actually a playoff team. It's someone you have to really get up for. And it's just, it, it shows me a lot more than losing to Detroit on opening night. Opening night... It's your first game. There's a lot of jitter, stuff like that. Atlanta, that one shows me a little more. Uh, they, they covered versus Boston, as we already said. We kind of got into that. They're not a good team, but they were able to stay 
competitive with a team like Boston, who was in the NBA Finals last year, champions of the East. And if you look at the last uh, two games, so they've played five games total, I guess. They are on a two-game road losing no cover streak. So now let's cross locker rooms. Let's go see Charlotte in the away locker room. And Charlotte has been, again, I'm going to keep harping on this every time we talk about Charlotte. They're banged up. There's no mellow. And he's really their only, he's he's their only really good player. And also, they have no scary Terry. No Terry Rozier tonight. It's going to be really tough for them to score the ball. Charlotte's also on the first on the front half of a back-to-back. They play tomorrow night at home against Golden State, which you wait the two games. Which one? If you're going to put effort toward one game, do you want to go against the champs at home with your home fans and that place is going to be rocking, the Beehive will be rocking? Or do you want to go on the road and play Orlando? I, I'm, I, I think they're going to be motivated for tomorrow. I, I think it's a very, very good chance that they don't show up. Also, again, we, we had the Knicks uh, first half and first quarter. Uh, both should have covered. We split those. Uh, P.J. Washington hit a three with three seconds to go in the ga- uh, in the first quarter to, bl- to blow that cover for us, which really, I was sitting at the bar watching that game. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. That's how we're going to lose this one? P.J. Washington draining threes on us? So, but they took overtime and they covered against the Knicks. So, again, Charlotte looks like they're going to be a kind of a scrappy team this year. I again, We took the under in their wins. I don't think they're a very good team, even with LaMelo. They're a better team with LaMelo, but I don't even looking at them with LaMelo, I don't know how good they are. They still have Gordon Hayward, still have P.J. Washington. I just, you're going to need, if if Orlando is going to do anything in this game, it's going to be with Boncaro. Uh Cole Anthony may or may not be playing tonight. Maybe no Markel Fultz. So we're looking at this, but I really like Orlando tonight. I'm going to take the plus two. I really like it. I think this is a really good chance. I think there's a chance that they can win this game outright. But again, I'm taking Orlando plus the two. All right. Speaking of the team the Charlotte Hornets just played, we're going to go to the New York Knicks going on the road to Milwaukee. The game opened up at 7.5, minus 7.5 for Milwaukee. It's down about 6.5 now, depending on the – I'm seeing 6, 6.5. But it looks like the consensus is – uh, minus six and a half is what I'm looking at right now here at 4:55 p.m. Eastern Time. Milwaukee, this is a trap spot. They're playing. They're playing Atlanta tomorrow. Atlanta's a much better team than the Knicks. Again, much how I look at Charlotte. Looking forward to playing Golden State. I look at Milwaukee wanting to show up against Atlanta. So this is a good chance that the Knicks can squeak one out here. Do I think the Knicks? Are going to win this game? No, I don't think that they really have a shot to win this game. But I think it's going to be a close game. I do. The Knicks did not cover at all against Milwaukee last year. So I really think they're going to show up. They want to prove that they're not. So the Knicks, they're a frustrating team. I'm glad I'm not a Knicks fan. Because two years ago, they made the playoffs. And everybody's like, oh, look, Randall can lead this team. And R.J. Barrett, the rookie, stuff like that. You know, they're talking about this team over and over and over and over and over again. And then last year, they didn't even show up. So I really would like to say they want to prove that they're a professional team. And I think that bringing in someone like Jalen Brunson, who who's played with Luka, who, again, you, you know Luka, if you heard the rumblings, there's rumors of him not being the best teammate. But, he, I mean, he wins. They win games on Dallas. They do. 
So he's coming from a winning culture going to New York. So I really think that Jalen Brunson is going to teach these young kids how to compete, and they're going to compete for 48. And so I, again, do I think the Knicks are going to win this game? I really don't see them winning this game. But I do like the Knicks here plus six and a half. I think they're going to. It'll be a, it'll be a one or two score, one or two possession game, which is uh, six points. So I definitely think they can cover this game. So if I'm gonna play. We're playing here. Knicks plus six and a half. Now, do I want to talk about this game now, or want to talk about this one last? Because this is the one that I'm I'm I played personally. I like this game. But I can 100% see if you do not want to play this one. I, I, I can definitely see people blowing me up on Twitter like, why the hell did you take this team? The So the, the next thing we're going to talk about here is the Jazz going to Denver to face the Nuggets. It opened up minus 9 for the Nuggets, now down to 8.5. And, and that's because of injuries. There's no KCP tonight. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. is back. But again, no KCP. I think he provides a little bit more than Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr. provides more scoring, but I think all-around play, KCP actually provides more for that Nuggets team. Opening night for the Nuggets, they lost the first quarter, the first half, the full game. And trust me, I'm not going to forget that because the Nuggets should have smoked them, and they, we, we were on the Nuggets' first quarter, first half, full game, and they didn't even show up. So I, I could see the Nuggets really showing up and you know proving that that game was a fluke and it, it may have been it may have been I just I look at it and I just the Jazz this year have been so tough to play against they don't win the game but they play it close to the end so I'm looking at like eight and a half nine they can hang with the Nuggets eight and a half nine the one little caveat there is there's no Colin Sexton probably he's listed as probable or excuse me, he's listed as questionable. I think there's a good chance he doesn't play tonight for the Jazz. So if you don't want to play the game, I completely understand it. This is not one of those. If you don't like to play, then don't fucking play it. No, this one, I picked it out because it it meets all my requirements to play it. But I, when I started doing some research of why, you know, really get into the nitty-gritties, make my bullet points sound like over on the podcast, I'm looking at this, I'm just like, uh, I can definitely see aside for the Nuggets to actually pull this one out. But it's a big number for the Nuggets against a scrappy team. I'm going to go with the Jazz here. It's what my uh, my numbers are saying. So I'm going to go with that. And so the last game we have here is the New Orleans Pelicans going on the road to Phoenix to face the Suns. Uh, the biggest thing about this game, well, first, it uh, it opened at minus 6 for the Suns. It's now uh, 7.5. So if you want the Suns, you kind of missed the number there. There's no Brandon Ingram. He didn't even make the flight there. It's no Brandon Ingram. If you look at the injury report, Jose Alvarado is hurt. Uh, Zion's hurt. McCollum's hurt. I think they're all going to play. This is the team that knocked them out of the playoffs last year. They're going to want to come up and have a huge, huge, huge game. And actually, Jose Alvarado actually had something to say to, about this uh, right before, um, right or right after practice. And uh, this this was the exact quote here. Instead of me reading it, I'm just going to listen. I'll have you guys listen to it. They kicked, and they kicked us out of the playoffs, and um, obviously it's tension there. But we want to go in there and play Pelicans basketball, and win them, and beat them at their crib. I want to go over there and play Pelicans basketball and beat them in the crib. I mean, this is gonna be a motivated team. The Pelicans are more motivated. The Suns are coming off a huge win against Golden State. 
they're going to come in. I think they're going to be kind of like, you know, in their own gym, kind of ha- fat and happy. And the Pelicans can probably take it out. I think the Pelicans win this game outright. But I can definitely see the Suns making it a little closer. But I'm, t- I'm taking Pels plus the seven and a half. Uh, we're going to put that one on the board as well. So those are the uh, five NBA plays I got for you. Uh, again, uh, Pels plus seven and a half. Uh, Nuggets, or excuse me, Jazz plus eight and a half. Uh, Knicks plus six and a half. Wow, a lot of dogs here. Orlando plus two. <laughs> All dogs. Uh, we got Cleveland plus the seven. So that's what I got for you on that one. Let's go some uh, NHL plays here. And then, again, I'm going to go over my college football plays. I have too many pages here. Where the hell? There it is. I'm uh, going to go over some college football, and then I'll be doing the podcast tonight for you. Probably release at, uh, probably later tonight. Uh, probably have to listen to it in the morning. I definitely suggest uh, setting some sort of notification either on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts or on Twitter. Just that way you know when it gets released. That way you can get up early tomorrow and listen to it. But, again, we're going to go to the desert. We're going to Coyotes Jets in Arizona. The Jets played last night in L.A., and they lost. We were on L.A. No, excuse me. We were on the Jets, and the Jets did not cover that game. They got blown out 6-2. to two. Um, The Jets played awful last night. The only one who showed up really was their goalie, and their defense was bad. Their offense was bad, and I really think that's going to continue tonight, especially on a back-to-back going from L.A. to Phoenix. It's not the farthest trip. But it's enough of a trip where, you know, you have to go up in the air. Either last night you'd lose some sleep or early this morning and now you're coming off a plane. I can tell you right now when I travel, I'm tired. I don't I wouldn't want to play, you know, twenty minutes on the ice, fifteen minutes on the ice. No thank you. I don't want to do that. Clean Keller for the Coyotes has been amazing so far. He's really their only offensive weapon with uh Chitron still banged up. And as I said, the only thing that showed up for the uh Jets last night was their goaltending and he might show up for him again tonight, but obviously it didn't show up. Him showing up last night didn't really matter. Uh, they lost. They lost to a much better team. Well, not much better. A a comparable team to the Jets. Uh, the you know LA Kings are a comparable team to the Jets. But so I think Arizona can put a fight in. I'm taking Arizona plus thirty. I'm looking at it right now. It is still plus thirty here at five hundred three. And, yeah, so that's my NHL play. Um, let's get to my two uh, college football plays quickly. I'm trying to rush through this. That way I can have a chance to get it up. That came out not what I expected. <laughs> so I have a chance to get this podcast out there for you guys. How about that? Um, so we got two games I've picked for you guys tonight. They're both at 8 p.m. here Eastern. Uh, the first game we're going to talk about is La Tech going to fa- face FIU. And the line I'm seeing right now is La Tech minus six and a half. FIU has been awful this year. Uh, they're kind of the sharp market here. People love Charlotte. Or people are loving FIU because they beat Charlotte. Charlotte is god awful this year. They are not a good team, and I don't understand why everybody's getting the love this year. You know, we're we really gonna put you know some eggs in their basket because they beat Charlotte. Charlotte, if you've watched any of the Charlotte football games. There's high school teams in this country that are better than the Charlotte's football team. They're that there's they're that bad. FIU wins this year against Bryant, a bleh, team. Um, New Mexico State, another bleh, team, and then Charlotte, as I said, is a bleh, team. FIU got fucking blown up by UConn. That is how bad FIU is. They got blown out by fucking UConn. And someone who lives 
Um, in the lower New England area, grew up in Connecticut. I can tell you, UConn is an awful team. Now let's flip locker rooms real quick. La Tech has played Clemson and South Alabama, both on the road, and they played them tough. They didn't win either of those games, but they played them tough. They put some points up. I, I mean, they, they showed out. They played North Texas tough at home, and then they played Rice at home, and they played them tough. Now, if you told me at the beginning of the year that playing Rice tough was actually going to be a plus, I would be like, no, man, if you play Rice tough, that's not good. They're not a good team because I thought Rice was going to be one of the worst teams in college football this year. They've actually surprised me. They're a tough team to play against. They actually remind me a lot of the Utah Jazz. They, LaTeX has beat teams that are good. Like, they've beaten UTEP. UTEP is a very good team. Again, they play Clemson tough. South, like, I, I can keep saying this over and over again. I think LaTeX wins this game by 14-plus points, two scores. Uh, seems putting up, some, putting up some points and playing some defense. Give me LaTeX minus the 6.5. Put it on the board. Um, the next team we're going to talk about here is ECU, East Carolina, uh, versus BYU. I'm going to start this off with a question. Do you guys really think that BYU is going to lose four straight games? Do you guys really think that BYU is going to lose four straight games? Because I don't. I really don't think that there's a shot they lose four straight games. I don't care how big of an upset ECU had last game against Cincinnati. I think it's a rebound spot for BYU. They come off a bad non-cover. They are a better team than they've showed of late. ECU really struggles stopping the run. They really do. And BYU does run the ball halfway decent. They're not a bad running team. So if they keep the ball on the ground and just keep pounding away at these guys, I really think they have a chance to cover this game. ECU, they're... They've played some quote-unquote road games, but this is their second really true road game. The first one was at Tulane, and they didn't even show up. I remember I picked ECU in that game. I played ECU in that game, and I was like, who the fuck is this team out here? So, again, do I think they're going to lose four straight games? No, so give me BYU minus the three. You can put that on the board. Uh, Again, guys, uh, so... I'm going to try to get this thing out as quick as possible. I'm trying to pull up here um, some stuff for you. Um, if you guys have any questions, if you're new to gambling, or you have any questions about my process, how I go out and pick games, feel free to email the podcast. Uh, I have a you know, podcast email. It's uh, theblownlinespod at gmail.com. If you ask me you guys some questions, I'll either email you guys back or I'll answer them here on the pod. I'm still working on trying to get a streaming service going. If it's uh, on Twitch, if it's live on Twitter, YouTube, I'd like, I'd love to do all three. That's what I would love to do. All three of those for you guys. And please follow, follow the podcast, rate and review it on Apple podcasts or Spotify, please. It really helps me out here. Especially starting to back up. I know I lost quite a few of you listeners. We were doing really, really, we were doing well out there. We were when me and Dan were doing this, but I'm trying to regain our following. So again, follow the follow the podcast on Twitter. It's at Blown Lines. Um, what? So tomorrow, let's go to the schedule real quick for tomorrow. I uh, I'm going to be releasing the college football podcast tonight, as I've said a couple times, and I'll be releasing halftime plays on my second Twitter, and that's at Bets Investment. I will retweet them with the podcast account. If I remember, honestly, I'm going to be out watching the game, so I might be shooting them out real quick right before kick kickoff of the second half. So 
you're gonna have to get hop on them, put your notifications on. So that's gonna be at Bets Investment. And if you want to follow me on Twitter as well, it's Jimmy Shea 19. So that's pretty much all I have here for you guys. Let's um, let's win this thing out. I I, I feel a good day coming here, guys. And again, follow 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 it on uh, Action Network. I have the link in my uh, description on Twitter. Action Network trucks everything. If you have any questions of what I'm playing or what what I did yesterday, stuff like that, or if you want to question me on any of my plays that are on there, call me out, man. I mean, it's all tracked. It's all tracked. It's not verified because there's certain account, there's certain books that are on there that I don't use, so it's hard for me to say it's verified because I want to get the numbers I'm actually putting out here in the podcast. They change by the time I go to put them in on the app. But anyways, guys talk to you guys tomorrow. Deuces.